Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. No truer words were ever spoken, you know. Welcome back. Keyshawn, J. Will, Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline, live from New York City at ESPN Studios. Alan Hahn in for Max. Yes. And we are going to do loudmouth, screaming New York radio right now. No, we're going to listen to somebody. No, we're all going to do it, too. What do you mean, nah? Not enough Advil in well, the building. But you kind of started this, though. Actually, I don't started, know if he really oh, wait, started. I guess I Rex, mean, I start anything. Rex started it on New York radio. Rob, let, me, let, me, let me turn that off. Robert Sala then on New York radio responded to it. And yeah. then Key, you... Inserted um, myself into somebody else's business. You, yep, because that's what we do in this. But that is loudmouth sports talk radio. No, the screaming in the hollow. Can I remind you of what you said yes. to get yourself involved in this that created even more consternation? I yes. don't know what I did that was so wrong, but okay. All right, listen to yourself getting involved now in the Rex Ryan Robert Sala drama. You are the head coach of a pro. Professional football team. Semi-pro at this point. but yeah. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> you have been put in a position of leadership to move things forward in a positive light. Rex Ryan is not the only one that feels that way about you. Yeah. There's thousands of New York Jet fans that feel a certain way about him. You cannot get caught up in negativity. All right. What's so that was your that? take. Wasn't really wrong with that. No. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I'm, well, I'm, I'm telling you as a head coach mm-hmm. and a leader of an organization to not pay attention to foolishness outside of your building because it's going to continue to happen, especially in a place in New York City. You're going to get criticized. You're going to People are going to dissect every move you make, everything you do, how you coach, how you did. Don't let your feelings get involved because now you are showing weakness. When you start paying attention to Rex Ryan, Alan Hahn, Jay Williams, like you, you really are not like focus in on trying to make your team better and get some wins, and that's it. That's all you need to do. Okay. Well, you say that, and it's interesting because you said it shows weakness. Yes. Michael K, the host of the Michael K show, believes not responding would show weakness, and he responded to your comments this way. Are you kidding me? So this is the way the world is, and it's like this on social media, too. Let anybody take shots at you, and you have to sit there and be the docile little lamb and not take any shots back. And if you do, well, then you're sensitive. Well, just win games. So the two sentences that Robert Sala told me and Don, two sentences, that's going to prohibit him from winning against the Dolphins? Come on, Keyshawn. That's ridiculous. He had every right to answer back at Rex. And who cares if every Jet fan feels like that about Robert Sala? It's not the same thing as a previous head coach, a Jet coach to say that, an ex-coach saying that about a present coach, it's never said, ever. I think Salah had every right to say that, and I'm shocked when people say he should have kept his mouth shut and not said a thing. But then you want fire out of the guy. He doesn't give you enough fire on the sidelines. Yeah. So when he answers Rex back, now he's wrong. You can't, I'm really, oh. you can't win in this world. Jeez, man, I hope they had a doctor standing by because... Man, he was... <laughs> you fired no, him no, up. Nobody might, ever said that he couldn't beat the Miami Dolphins, that that would prohibit him from beating the Miami no, Dolphins. Nothing, nobody ever said Nothing that. was said anything about prohibiting you from winning a game. Why, why what do I you simply, believe What I not- simply said was, why do you pay attention to someone? 
that, first of all, is not in your building, mm-hmm. hasn't been in your building in quite some time as a coach. Yes. You are trying to figure your team out, get things going in the right direction. You don't pay attention to the as a player. Mm-hmm. I didn't pay attention mm-hmm. to you, Alan Hahn, when you do your writing and stuff. I don't I, like, okay, that's Alan Hahn's opinion. I'm not, I'm going to practice. Talk past If that's what key. he feels, that's what he feels. Preach. I don't have time to try to defend myself and my actions based on my play about someone who does not know what the hell he's talking about. Yes, you Lord. never responded. It's it's hard to believe that, right? To media coverage. Never. Never cared. Never. Not you. one. If I worried about what people said about me when I played, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. I wouldn't sit here. No. If I worried about everything that you said about me, not you, but Evan's dad or whatever, it, I would be destroyed. Alan. I would be the weakest thing going if I sat up there and worried about well, Keyshawn did this, or Keyshawn don't like her bet, or Keyshawn said this, or Keyshawn did that, or he questioned the quarterback, or Keyshawn wrote a book, or Keyshawn did this. Oh, he, he screamed at Groot. Keyshawn mm-hmm. did this. Oh, my God. Tell like, him. I would go crazy mm-hmm. worrying about that every Preach. single damn day. Yes, Lord. Like, no. See, w- one perspective is coming from a person that's been inside the locker room. Yep. The other perspective is coming from a person that talks about the locker room from the outside. Mm-hmm. So... It's like every single day I get thousands of tweets. It's like me trying to respond to everybody that has something negative to say about me. Why am I doing that? They don't deserve my time. Rex Ryan doesn't deserve the time of Robert Robert Saul. You know what I mean? Like, why is he even... Either way, I messed that one up. But you know what I mean? No, I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, why is Robert Saul focusing anything he has to say on what the hell Rex Ryan has to say? Because... I'm sure there are other coaches that are saying similar things. I'll give it to you from I've been now. Around, I've been around four coaches as a professional. Yep. Five in college. Now, one of my coaches gave a damn about what was said about him. Not one. Bill Parsons, you think Bill Parsons is sitting around worrying about what the hell the media is talking about? What I didn't or like. you think Tony Dungy? No. Or John Fox? No, of course not. Okay, they're, they're sitting around but, but John they, Robinson. But were they two and seven? Doesn't, With a defense that gave up a historic amount of points over a four-game span. They were still criticized. Oh, criticized. On, but it doesn't he, matter what the record is. It's still criticized. You are in New different. York. You're damned. Alan, let's stop with all this, y'all. You're in New York City. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. Fair. If he had been aggressive, people are going to criticize it because he's losing. Well, if, Adam Gase was aggressive and they hated how him. How'd that work out? Right, if if you were aggressive all the time and it wasn't Adam, translating, Adam oh, Case was we're gonna aggressive. have a problem with him because look, he's it's not translating, but he's aggressive. Like you right. just can't it, win unless Adam you win Case games. Adam Case was aggressive and they hated him. They helped run him out of town. Well, Robert he, Sala, he helped that. Robert Sala is being blamed for the mistakes of this ownership group and for the mistakes of the Jets for the last decade. There you go. Because me and Alan, as Jets fans, we're tired of being told patience. We're tired of being told, well, it's just his first year. Well, it's just a rookie quarterback. I was told, well, it's just a rookie quarterback with Geno Smith. I was told, well, it's just a rookie quarterback with Sam Darnold. I was told, be patient with Todd Bowles. I was told, be patient with Adam Gase. I'm tired of being patient. And unfortunately, Robert Sala is getting the heat 
because he took over a franchise that is at its worst time in history for the last decade. Okay. This is the longest running sustained losing for the Jets. But that's yes. not my issue longest with Robert Allen. Allen. My but, but, issue is you don't need to respond to the pressure and the criticism. Fix it and try and win games. Now it's my turn. He took the wrong job. That's what that shows me. Well, that's because true, you too. have to be you, ha- and I think th- this job is not for everyone. There's no. certain people that this job because this is a circus. This franchise is a circus, and when you respond, and this is my issue, it's not defending yourself. It's not any of that stuff. This is because all you did was perpetuate the circus that is this franchise with a former coach criticizing the current coach and the current coach instead of just letting it go away and let the bluster and the hot air float away and let me worry about what I got to do. No, we only just fuel the flames and the circus continues because you made it a story. You breathe life into a story that, by the way, is on day three. It should be over by now, but it's day three. That's the problem. It's a circus. It stays that way. And the only way it doesn't is if someone comes and takes the circus nets down. And this is how Number you take three. The, and this is how you <laughs> and this is how you take the circus net down. All gas, no brakes. I'm not saying that. First of all, I'm honored to have this job. It's great to be a coach in the National Football League. There's a lot of work to be done. We right now, you know, I've assessed it. I looked at it. I've, I've looked at the roster. We've dug through it. We turned it over many times before I accepted this job. I know it's going to be a lot of work ahead of me. We're going to have a young team. We're going to try to be exciting, but there's going to be some growing pains moving forward. We know this. You've got to stay patient with me on this one and trust me. I'm not walking in the door telling you all gas, no brakes and and, and but that's Rex why Ryan, he was. But that's but why he cannot, was compared to Rex. You he came cannot, in with that. But you he cannot, comes in with when it flips. Do that. It's going to be freaking awesome. You can't do Who that. Who says though? that? But you can't do that. No, you can't. you can't do that. Not when you go two and seven. Because you got to know the job that you're taking. It's thirty-two of them. There's only thirty-two, and out of the thirty-two, fifteen of them ain't gonna have a turn. No turnover every five years. There'll be fifteen that will, and fifteen that won't. And the ones that keep turning over are the bad organizations. There's only 32 of them. See, I, for the life of me, I would never take the Detroit Lions job. I don't give a damn how much money they're going to give me. Because the Detroit Lions job, you're going you're gonna to die in that one. Right. You just, you're going to get fired. A short term. Man, the Jets are the same way. That's rent, don't buy. Yeah, exactly. Well, all right, let's, again, we're talking about what Salah said in reaction to Rex. Let's make sure we remind everybody of what he said, and you can hear it, and then decide for yourself. Did he say? Did he say too much? Did he not say enough? Here's how Michael K. set it up, and how Salah responded. Rex Ryan just excoriated you today. He said, "Why should people compare him to me? He's not me. He's had bad defenses. He's not showing emotion on the field. Uh, he really tore into you like I've never heard a former coach." tear into a present coach your thoughts on what rex said guys i honestly you know what i've never met rex i've never had a conversation with rex i i, I don't even know him except for people who know him throughout the league so obviously if it's that personal for him he knows where to find me so were you surprised that he said it oh, i'm not surprised by him he's he's always got something to say when you listen to it back it sounds very benign right it's it's just that last part that felt personal that last part. Well, because it is personal. 
I mean, it it is personal. It seems personal. Yeah. Because if it weren't personal, you would have just ended with, you know where to find me. And that would have been it. Yeah, but but that's what gives it. The, that's, see, that's the drama that's added to it. How about this? Key, we love playing this game. Key, you are the coach. I am Michael Kay. I ask you, I set it up by telling you, man, Rex Ryan just tore into you saying, don't ever compare me to the, that guy. What do you have to say to that? Rex who? <laughs> you know, I'm focused in on this team, yeah. the task at hand. You know, my next game, we certainly didn't play well against the Bills. I'm I'm ashamed of that. But my focus is clearly on my football and my team and the organization. Outside noise don't penetrate us. We built the steel. Conversation over. Has no legs to it. Rex who is now your headline. You just gave me but a I, see, I would I would not I, I would not even say you said Rex who. That's I, all I, I needed. Would, I would not have even said Rex who. I would have just went right into Rex that line. Who? It would have been – the conversation would have been dead it. It would have been over. I wouldn't have said, and, you know where to find me. I wouldn't have said things at the end like, yeah, we always expect stuff like this from it. Rex. I would have did it the conversation. Rex who? And then your follow-up would be who? Well, after I said Rex who, what's your follow-up as a reporter? Where'd you go you, ask me You kept that? going, though. And then what you going to come back with? Nothing. You gave my headline. Oh, I gave you a headline. You did. You said oh, Rex okay. who. I'm so done. the next day they say, Why would you I want to get you? The I would day, never give you the and chance and to then back the next away. Day, you, and the next day, some reporter going to say, well, you wouldn't mention Rex Ryan's name. And I said, if I start listening to guys like Coach Ryan, I'd soon be working at ESPN with him. Then you gave me another headline. I don't See, care. You point, just gave me two days of but stories. But it doesn't matter. I don't care about the stories. I'm just telling you that. You can write what you want to write. But you just did what he did. I, I'm get, No, I didn't because I didn't take no personal shots. Okay. You said Rex who? Yeah, Rex who. As if you don't know who Rex Ryan is. Maybe I don't. Maybe I do know, but I don't care. Well. Rex who? That's how you are. Circus That's how, if I'm him, that's how small Rex is to me. Because I don't even, it doesn't, it's noise. That's for you to write. The simple thing to say is when you're two and seven, you're open to criticism from everyone. Can I go back? Yeah, you guys talk about you guys taking the wrong job, right? Yeah. It's the wrong job. It was the wrong job. Wrong for him. job. Everybody can't just handpick the no, jobs. No, you can. That's why I said it's thirty-two of them. You but, some but, jobs aren't the right jobs. I understand, but like you don't know what his current situation was. Like just because I'm assuming come up, he's in a great situation. I know, but that, in that's San like, Francisco. Well, it's like David Culley couldn't just handpick a job, right? Like he took the Houston Texans job because David Culley and we is talked about ninety that years old. Yeah, I understand. He needed like, to take the saying. job, but that's what I'm saying. Sometimes people feel like they have to get out. or They want to do I, things on their own. Well, to be fair, yeah, but, to be but fair, in for all Robert, context, for, though, Robert Sala's twenty for, years old, man. He got plenty of time for another to, head to coach's be, job. To be fair, too, for Robert Sala, this actually this job actually had some personal connection to him. His brother brother was at the World Trade Center. Like he he has, there was something about this job, New York. All I said, it just felt like this was right. Joe Douglas, who if you've met him, if you talk to him, you know there's a guy I would love to work with because of his personality, reputation. That may be the case. Issue is the franchise at the the very top, and of course the coverage of it. And you know how we do reputation or reality? The Jets franchise reputation is reality mm-hmm. and that's the most frustrating thing about it and the only person who has really i think rid the franchise for a very short period of time of that is bill parcells he came in and changed everything well no it wasn't and when he left but here's what i was it saying it came back it was the right job for bill because he knew new york he had a not re- only, resume not only did, did he know new york we were loaded we just had bat. We had Richie Cotite for crying out loud, okay? These the guy was standing those. on the damn field with a cell phone and not even watch practice. 
So it was the right job. We had nine pro bowlers on a team that won one game. Amazing. And then the next two it, two seasons later, we in a championship game. Mm-hmm. It's the right job. So you take the job because the roster was full of players. You don't take a job, and I understand family, I understand connection. This is a different job than when Rex took over for Mangini. When Rex took over for Mangini, they had some pieces in play. Oh, yeah. They just didn't have the right coach. And all they did was brought in a quarterback that could manage the situation, get Thomas Jones, get a few little other pieces, and knew what to do, mm-hmm. and was one game away from going to the Super Bowl twice in a row. And then the wheels eventually started to fall off. That's not the case for Robert Sala. Why it's a bad job is because you're starting at the bottom in a city with no patience. None. This is not Jacksonville. Rebuilding in New York is it's not Jacksonville. an impossible thing to do. It's not Atlanta. Right. Exactly. You know, this is right. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. This is New York Giants. This is stress. Yeah, saying when we flip it, it's going to be freaking awesome is a quote that in you Jacksonville ain't gonna never, you ain't get, would sell. Here, you ain't going to get the time to gets, flip it. Right, it gets mocked That's here. That's the reality of it. Exactly. So with a guy like Josh McDaniels, he got opportunity after opportunity every year. He sits back, he assesses it. He goes, you know what? No, I'm good. Because it doesn't work. It doesn't fit. And I understand there's only 32 of them. You know, uh, uh. You look at Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy said, I don't even want to interview with the Houston Texans. It's not the right time. It's not the right fit. David Culley had to take that. He's a thousand years old. All right, with that in mind, so there's people on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed that oh God, want to yes. know about Key's beef with Michael Irvin, why that's what? different from this with Rex. Now, this is when you what were beef? a player. Yeah, beef with Michael Irvin. Yeah, this is hey, from. All right, so you. Irvin. So when you were with the Cowboys. Uh-huh. You ripped Michael Irvin on a weekly uh, serious NFL radio show. I don't know Uh-oh. that to be the case. Among other things, you said, quote, I know that when my career is over, wherever he's ranked, he'll be under me. You claim that if you played with Irvin's Cowboys teams, you would have doubled his numbers. Also no, said it as an analyst. No, that Irvin don't even sound right. That's just what oh, – that, 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 that ain't nothing but a lie right there because oh, I would this, never say nothing. No, I don't know where you found that at. Oh, Evan, boy. Evan must be typing that because that oh, don't even sound right. Oh, boy. Evan, where is this Where is this from? That's one of my best friends. Been one of my best friends my whole so career. So where did this come from then? Yeah, where did this come this from? Is, this was so, put on the screen. This is multiple people on, the, on Twitter brought this up. Uh, and I found the quotes on a Sports Illustrated article. No. Ooh. No, you couldn't have. You never Ooh, said no, any of that? That's one of my best friends, man. Lies, lies, lies. One, of my, best, oh, one lies. of my best friends. Been one of my best friends the entire career. Is there another I, wide receiver this, named Johnson? No, but what, that, I, I need to finish what? hearing the rest of it, though. Because it's interesting. <laughs> Anybody that's not a damn fool that would say double his statistics. Like, what are you talking about? You said that uh, uh, Michael Irvin doesn't study either. Like, like Phil what Sim- the de- What? What? Irvin was asked for his reaction and said, I won't even get to a point where I'm comparing my career with Keyshawn's. I wouldn't do my career that injustice. <laughs> no, they, 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 they lying like hell. They ain't nowhere in the world, man. Wow. I Key, know, damn. I know damn well. Really Johnson also know. said that as an right. analyst, Irvin doesn't study today's that, game ooh. like Phil Simms does. Ah. <laughs> oh. Wow. Such a lie. Damn. <laughs> I know who Keith's co-host pit? at NFL Radio is. I mean, I feel like we need to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, please get to the bottom of that. 
Wow. Man, Where's the playmaker? Liars. I want to bring him on to talk to him about <laughs> this. My, Michael's on on Mondays? Mondays. Yeah, Mondays. Yeah, we need Monday. We need to hey, have him fit. on earlier to I respond. don't study. That don't even sound like me. Wow. I don't study. Let he me, doesn't study. Let me go to Google like, just to, uh, just to confirm Bill this. Sims does. Bill Sims? Out of all the references, why would you and reference I wonder, Bill Sims? Somebody and, did some detective work on him. No, but I wonder. I wonder. Uh-oh. Here it comes. If we was joking about something. And somebody took something that we said joking around and took it in. Um, yeah, the media always taking you out of context. No, took it and it took it Uh-oh. and made something out of it. Every time, always yeah. the media's fault. Always taking, always taking you out of context. Jay, how many times? First headline I see. Because they, they, they also said I don't like Tony Romo because I said he was a diva. Like what? Are you, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, but That's, you call people diva. You still. But like they them. also said I didn't like Tony Romo because I called him a diva. It was headlines for like a week. I don't know. Yeah, what does it say, Jay? I need to. I mean, we wow, need to go deeper. I'm still into this. digging here. Uh-oh. Yeah, There's so much to, to unpack. I tell you what, we we can't get Michael Irvin today. He's on Mondays, oh, but he does. He does, Stephen A. knows him well. Let's get Stephen A.'s reaction to this and much more, and we'll do that coming up next. G. Sean, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah, I know exactly what it was You now. do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You feeling better about this now? Yeah, because they, they done twisted the story a thousand times on social media. Michael Irvin Shocking. Was, Michael Irvin was working here at ESPN, and I did. It was 2005. I was playing for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I did a sit-down with Michael Irvin at Cowboy Stadium. At not Cowboy Stadium, Cowboy Facility. Yep. And him and I was just talking. Mm-hmm. And I told him that he's messing with our money and messing with my money, talking about the team and talking about how bad we are face-to-face in a sit-down. They took that and made it sound like I ripped him. I know exactly what it was. Exactly, 100%. Now that I have to think about it when you gave me the date. I'm like, I never ripped no Michael Irvin. Uh, this is an article from the New York Post, oh, October God. 7th, 2005. Oh, God. Yes. Andrew Marchand spoke with uh, Michael Irvin uh, after a sit down, he no. Michael Irvin said that the Cowboys had a bunch of number two receivers. You didn't like that, so you on your weekly show on Sirius NFL Radio shot back, no. saying again, "I know when my career is over, whatever he's ranked, he'll be under me." And claim that uh, if he played with those Cowboy teams that Irvin won Super Bowls with, that you'd have doubled his numbers. And you also said, as an analyst, that he doesn't study today's game like Phil Sims. Does and so that's where Marshall oh Adam Marshawn lying. Then Y'all he making asked, that up. He asked Michael Irvin for his reaction, <laughs> and Irvin said, right "I now. wouldn't even get to a point where I'm comparing my career with Keyshawn's. I wouldn't do my career that injustice." 
And when uh, when he was asked who the best receivers in the league were at that time, this is again in 2005, he said T.O., Randy Moss, Torrey Holt, Chad Johnson, Marvin Harrison. And what no, about Keyshawn? I don't remember that. He said uh, they sleep well. <laughs> they so, sleep well? Yeah. I mean, those is, guys don't is, have to worry about this you. Is, this is such riveting content for so, me. Watching no, Key, so, right? no. Key cannot recall. So you guys no, are no. such good friends yeah, right I don't now. Know like, that. That's your guy, right? That's always been my guy. So I don't always? remember that. Always. 100%. Hmm. Yeah, 100%. Well, I mean, this is just, look, it's it's in a newspaper. It must yeah, be true. I don't care about no damn <laughs> It's in a newspaper. It must be yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, mean, you mean taking what they want to take out and make it sound juicy for the, to sell newspapers well, at that time? He said that the Cowboys had a bunch of number two yeah, see, I don't remember. A bunch I don't of remember the playmaker. Receivers. You wouldn't take that personally. I wouldn't. I, no, I don't think the playmaker said that, but I could be wrong. Maybe he did. He didn't say it to me. <laughs> oh, he did. <laughs> he didn't say it to me. Well, he didn't say it to you directly, like no, face he didn't to say face. It, he didn't say it to me. So I, all I can do is take it with I a grain of salt. I can't. With I this. can't get caught up in that. Beautiful mind. I, 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 did, I sat down Beautiful with him. It was mind. an interview. I remember the Selective interview. Memory. I remember <laughs> that he was talking about the team us not being as good or something like that. We did a sit-down. I know that for sure. Yeah. And we talked well, I about – I think him saying that your team had a bunch of number two receivers – But I don't think he didn't say that. He didn't say that for the sit- doing the sit-down. That wasn't what the sit-down was about. I don't have no idea I, what the newspaper is talking I'm about. I'm so curious. I wish I can go back and just be a fly on the wall to mm. see what frame of mind Key was at that moment during that interview on Sirius. No, no, it was it was ESPN. Me and the playmaker sat down when he worked here with us. And no, but your comments I'm talking about your comment on Sirius. When you were well, on Sirius. Are we going to get the tape? XM. I think. Are we getting the tape? Evan, Evan, are we I know efforting? Evan's working for it. Are we efforting this, Evan, or is this not going to happen? We're efforting in time? the audio. It might take a little while. It is, you know, from when Keith played, so it's a while ago. This will make you want to stay tuned, or at least make sure you I, tune I in really tomorrow. do know. That, I, I mean, my favorite part of all of this <laughs> is when Michael Irvin said defensive coordinators can't sleep when they are getting ready to prepare against guys like Marvin Harrison, Chad Johnson, Torrey yeah. Holt, Randy Moss, T.O. How about Keyshawn? They sleep well. <laughs> That's something Key would say. <laughs> you said what? That's something, something, something Key, key would, would say. Absolutely. That is something Key would say. Because I know different. They ain't sleep well when I took the field. Key, how are defense coordinators sleeping when they prepare against a guy like Zach Wilson? <laughs> they sleep well. Come on. Ah, so Key is the little brother for Playmaker, and I'm the little brother for Key. I how, get it. I see it. No, I beat the Playmaker up. I ain't the Playmaker. No, I don't give a damn if he in the Hall of Fame. He got three rings or not. I said it on my show right now. I beat the Playmaker up. See, Playmaker this, can't jibber jab with this me. This sounds more like uh-uh. the key that said no, that. Not back, back and forward. That's what this sounds like. I think we got him back. Playmaker, no. <laughs> I don't recall. Play, oh, Playmaker came back. I'm yeah, telling you right yeah, now. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't recall that, though. Because that's my dude. It's been my dude since day one. So I don't even. <laughs> no, man. I'm like the dude in the SMU uh, documentary. Does this look like my writing? <laughs> Alan, does this look this like my signature? <laughs> Remember that dude? He looked at it, he goes, uh, does this look like my signature, Jay? Is that mine? I'm that guy. I don't, re- I don't recall that. No, who knows what I was doing. But you, you understand now. This is what people, as Man, much as I you, don't give people a damn. love this. No, we love this. I don't love it. Love it's beef. garbage. We love, we love when you guys are real about your feelings and don't give me – like, we love it. Now, I don't love it as oh, a coach of my team. It's a circus. Real. But people love it when uh, there's no filter. Tell me how you really feel about this player in the league and don't give me all this – well, he's a, he's a really good player. <laughs> Somebody just text me. What would you get? Fire Evan. <laughs> 
putting you on the spot, putting you on the spot. What about just text fire Evan? <laughs> Evan, it's been, it's been real. We all know this is for your time. No, he all right. KSBN. No, that's my guy, man. Evan's my guy. He's going to L.A. with me. Well, all right. So we'll have much more coming up. My wife know that. Yeah, (laughs) Keyshawn. Jay's wife don't know yet either, but she'll soon know when Jay tell her. Wait what? Wait what? You didn't hear me. I said Evan's going to L.A. with me. He said, "Does his wife know?" Oh, and I said Jay doesn't know either. His wife. He said Jay wife doesn't know either. But as soon as you tell her you're going to L.A., she'll know. (laughs) She'll know. (laughs) There won't be much hesitation either. Warm weather. You see my ears perk up? I said, yeah, wait, like, what? wait, excuse me? <laughs> wait, what? What does she know? What just happened? <laughs> oh, we'll God. figure all this stuff out Jeez. coming up next. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You don't know with this show, you get sports talk. You also get some singing. You get some music. And let's talk about some movies, too, as well. Keyshawn J. Will, Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn in for Max today. And, and guys, there's a movie coming out called National Champions. I see you, Basil. My boy Basil produced it. Also the producer for John Wick movies. Okay. Yes. Well, if you watch the trailer, it obviously looks very well done. And it's, it's about college championship game, college football championship. J.K. Simmons is the head coach. Uh, and the star of the te- of his team, and he's never won a championship before. He's in the championship game. Star of his team decides right before the national championship game to say he's not going to play, and tries to get and he, because of which has become a huge topic in college sports. The idea that there's billions of dollars made off of the college championship game, and players get none of it. So he tries to get the players to follow him and strike and fight for fair compensation, equality, and respect for athletes who are the ones that are putting themselves on the line uh, for the game. I mean, this is going to touch a nerve, this this movie. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I mean, I'll be real with you. A couple years ago, I suggested on ESPN, as related to March Madness, that the players do something like this. You know, I, I know that, I that we have inched closer towards a lot more, obviously, with name, image, and likeness. 
But when you still look at the amount of money that is being grossed revenue-wise from sports such as college football and college basketball, it is incredible. I'm talking about in the billions and billions of dollars. So, yes, it has to subside a lot of other sports, but I think this doc, this movie showcases a head coach and how his legacy could ultimately be affected if the players boycott the game while having a star player lead this charge on the country's biggest stage in a sport that is considered America's sport, football, mm-hmm. and players standing up for their rights. And, um, you know, it's a huge sacrifice, but I, I do believe one day this has the potential to happen. Yeah, I don't think it'll ever get to that point because I think they'll figure it out and fix it way beforehand because you just don't – look, first of all, I done played the entire season and taking a chance on not only injuring myself to derail my professional career – in economics, but then at the 11th hour, I decide to pull a rug from underneath the NC2A or, or whomever, the university, because of the name like this an image situation. I just don't foresee a player doing that in real life, and I also don't think that they'll let it get to that point when those threats become real. Well, how, how do you – like, to me, I'll look at it from a player perspective of – this guy who's trying to get in the movie, like here's where I start to wonder about the reality of it, but of course it's a movie. Okay, so you're a star player on the team, which means you're probably going to the NFL. Yeah. You got a contract waiting for you. You got big money mm-hmm. waiting for you. And you want me to, to not play in the biggest game, which will be for me the biggest game of my life. You want me to just now? You want me to say I'm not going to play? Like that, there's got to be, I'm hoping but, that the well, there's a lot of guys. But there's a lot of guys that opt out of bowl games that, because they're going to the league, though. Yeah, a lot of yeah. guys that opt out. Yeah, but nobody's asked. But you're opting but, out. But you're not asking me, well, this is the biggest game of my life, to also opt out. I could make like, the case, He's asking Alan, everybody to strike and not that, play in this that game. I, I'm doing this for people like you so that you can participate in the rev share, ultimately, of what's missing out. I'm Where is that? So Where I'm not going to see any of that money, and, and look, I'm not going to get to play the national championship say, game. I was about to say, Blue Eyes, where's that guy at? Because I don't know no college player that's thinking about somebody coming behind them and worried about. You, you, you had college players this past year in NCAA tournament when the pandemic was going on that openly spoke out about this and tried to form somewhat of a coalition. Well, I mean, there's one thing to unionize yeah, yeah, or try to. Say, well, you can't unionize because then you'll be considered an employee. But that's it's the problem thing with rally, having any red It's one thing to rally so the I, troops. I hear what Key's saying about like, inevitably it'll get there. But in order for it to get there, then the NCAA has to look at these students no longer as students, but as employees that would say that this is now a business. And that brings on a union. Then they can have representation. That's unpacking a whole big thing in order for them to participate in the red share. Well, how about what name, image, and likeness now has done to where in a movie like this, the star player, he can make money off his name, image, and likeness, but nobody else nobody else is going to make what he's making, right? Very like, true. Has that, has that changed this conversation at all, do you think? We've seen some programs where there's like local dealerships and stuff that are giving players, no matter who you are, uh, either crazy, money or, or gifts that normally wouldn't thing, have been allowed. The crazy thing about that is that that thing's slowing down and it's going to slow down even more. Why? One is the guys that are already there, doesn't you don't necessarily get the value, the bang for the buck. Not only that, you know how many players that sign the, the, the deals with sponsorships that either don't start, got hurt, and isn't finished the season? I could just name one at USC – Kadan Slovis, the quarterback, signed a huge. Have you seen him play this year? Mm. 
Have you seen him play? He doesn't even start anymore. Think about King, the quarterback of the University of Miami. He got hurt. Yeah. I don't think he's played but like two games right, this year. Right. So that thing, you slow that thing so down. So next year you won't see that because this year it seemed it like the market got flooded. Yeah, you jumped yeah, it was on a hot it. deal. So the next year the market will correct itself. Same. So but, is this still going to be an issue then? Is this? I mean, again, as we know, this movie will come out. I think December, like mid December, December tenth is when it's supposed to be released. Uh, National champions, it's called. I mean, this is it. It should create a conversation because it really has been. When we get to bowl, bowl season and when we get to the national championship, you see just how much money is invested in this game, knowing that the players on the field well, are, are seeing none of it. Alan, all, all business models adapt and change right, according to the time. So think about where we're going with live sporting rights to events, live events. Think about how much live events matter. Think about where we're going with right. companies like Apple, Amazon, people participating in this market. Mm -hmm. Live events are only going to go up more. So there will be more revenue at stake in the future. It's crazy to think that. Keyshawn J. Will Max brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide, and you can get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299, no contract, all in America's best network. Straight Talk Wireless, 5G capable device required actual availability coverage and speed may I Very. never said that about Michael Irvin either. Yeah, did we get to the bottom of this yet? Because you're trying, you're, all your friends are trying to get people fired now. Yeah, like like, That's like how th- it works. this is what happens. That's so how it works. You mess, out of here. you mess with me. Apparently, I can't host the yeah, show anymore. We, we, you mess with me. <laughs> I got people that take care of you with no problem at all. Who's messing with you? It's called the Black Mafia. You know, you're trying to you trying to mess around and embarrass me on national television and radio. We got something oh, for you. Am I embarrassing you with facts? No, this guy Evan. With things he's, that actually he, happen. He's pulling guy, things up. Evan. He's pulling things up. That have no validity whatsoever. <laughs> no legs at all. I never said that. Like, is that what you're giving me now? This is you not my that? handwriting. <laughs> yes, it's correct. It's not my handwriting. That doesn't look like my signature. Does it look like my signature? I would right, just you know kidding. what? No, because this is uh, the people who listen to the show. Yep. This is what they want to know. Yes. All right? Okay. On the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, at Key J and Max. We're going to just listen to Key lie like he didn't have a beef going on with Michael Irvin? Mm. Mm. No, I never had a beef. Mm. No, there's no beef. Did you if or I did you not you, say those things about the playmaker? If I had a conversation with Michael Irvin in a sit-down interview, there may have been things exchanged. Johnny Ice, at Johnny Ice, New York, at Key J and Max. He's a total hypocrite. We forget the Michael Irvin incident. Ooh, there's two. Mm. There is no Mike. I don't. They must have really turned that into something. They really must have turned it into something. Did you or did you not say those things that were on the record? transcribed, and... I don't recall. Dan and Bob talking sports. (laughs) I plead the fifth. (laughs) I don't recall. I don't recall. Fair, fair. Valid point. At Keyshawn, at Real J. Williams, October 5th, key, serious NFL radio interview. Mm. When my career is over, he'll be under me. Mm. If Key played with Irvin's teams, he would have two times Irvin's stats. Also said that as an analyst, Irvin doesn't study. Guys, I got to tell you... That's Dan and Bob talking sports. Those are salacious allegations. These do sound like things that Key may have said. It does does kind of sound a little bit like Key, but if my friend doesn't recall, I stand by him. Yeah, I don't don't recall ever calling the playmaker a non-studier. I don't recall that. Are you misremembering? (laughs) Is that what you're telling me? You misremember? Really? Because the Raider War Report at Key J and Max says, I remember this vividly. Keyshawn said Irvin prepared him to be. Hmm? He is. 
LOL. Stop it. Irvin said what? said Irvin prepared him to beast. He is. LOL. Stop it. I'm just reading with these people. Yeah, I have no idea what the people are talking about. The witnesses have spoken. Look, we have plenty of witnesses, Your Honor. Do we have any other witnesses? Can we bring more? Do we need exhibit A? And here's what I'll say before we close this thing out. I need more callers. If I, in fact, said anything that would offend anybody or make anyone feel... Uncomfortable in any situation, I certainly apologize. Yes. The goalie and he hits it in the puck. Yeah. That. All right, one more. Is it just me or is Keith? Nope, can't read that one. No, nope, oh, I certainly didn't mean so, to offend anyone. I- order! And this if whole, I offend, this whole if shows I offended out of order. the Dallas Cowboys and Michael Allen, Allen, you have I one job. Sorry for that. You have one job today. I show up and everything goes to hell. Guess Way what? Way to leave us for the noon show. Sorry. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.